and I'd like to welcome everyone to our Catholic Sisters Week discussion with two of our service and leadership scholarship students, Darlani Sanchez and Gia Salem. Before we get started, I'd like to wish everyone a happy Catholic Sisters Week. Each year, people throughout the world observe Catholic Sisters Week, an annual celebration that highlights women religious, their accomplishments, as well as their influence on society. Now I'd like to turn it over to Sister Barbara McAmini, the Director of Campus Ministry at Dominican College, who has worked very closely with our service and leadership scholarship students, and who will introduce them. Welcome, Sister Barbara. Hi, Katie, and thank you, everyone, for watching us today. Over the past two years, I've been so pleased to work with our D.C. Service and Leadership Scholarship students. These students have truly impacted the lives of our sisters, and we are so grateful to have them working with us at the Mother House. You know, one of my favorite quotes of St. Catherine of Siena is this, if you are who you are meant to be, you will set the world on fire. Well, Darlene's and G have been absolutely everything they were supposed to be. And they have set our sisters' souls, hearts, and spirits on fire. And so I am so pleased today to introduce Darlene Sanchez and G. Salim. Welcome, both of our wonderful students, and thank you for joining us today. Hi, Darlene and G. How are you guys today? Hi, we're good. Yeah, yeah thank good. you. So first off, please tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves and how did you first learn about the service and leadership scholarship with the Sisters of St. Dominic? Uh, well, uh, I am a senior here at Dominican College. I am a bio major and I actually heard about this opportunity my junior year and I applied. At the time, I didn't get it. However, Catherine Strobel, who was in charge of the program at the time, encouraged me to try again, to apply again, and I applied again, and I, I received this amazing opportunity. I wanted to learn more about the Dominican faith before I graduated, so I'm really blessed to have gotten an opportunity to learn more about the faith. And what about you, Jay? Uh, hello, everybody. My name is Guilherme Salim, but I'm from Brazil, and everybody calls me G. Uh, I'm a junior. I'm a financial business major, and I'm also in the men's tennis team. Uh, I first, I was back in Brazil when I first saw the email as well. As the, and there was, I saw the opportunity to see, and I was back, in, back home in Brazil for COVID year. And I saw this opportunity when I saw the requirements for the scholarship. I, I thought it, was, it would be an amazing opportunity to use everything that I learned when I was coaching tennis. And I had an experience that I had to take care of someone with needs. And I I thought it would be an amazing opportunity to use everything. So I applied for it and oh, thank God I got it. And we are so thankful. I think I could speak for on um, behalf of Sister Barbara. We are definitely thankful to have both of you a part of our community here. And so let's, you know, rewind a little bit before you started officially working here. Um, what did you think your experience was going to be like working at a convent? I was honestly scared when uh, <laughs> I, like when I got the opportunity, I got the email like, oh my God, you know, you got the scholarship. We're looking forward to working with you. I, there was like a, like fear that like, like went through my body. I was so scared. 
mostly because I thought that I was going to be judged by the sisters. I mean, I have very fiery red hair. I like my long nails. You know, I, I thought that they were going to judge me on my appearance or I don't um, really know much about the Dominican faith. And I had a lot of questions and I wanted to ask and learn more about it, but I didn't want to sound offensive or like offend the sisters in any way. Sure. Um, you know, I, I was I was scared, but when I when I got here, they were so open minded. The sisters love my red hair. They comment on it every week when they see me. So it was, yeah, uh, it was. Different. It does look fabulous. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, for me, I would say that I had the same idea, the same. I followed the same myth that I'll be I'll come here and there would be a, like environment, very strict and very religious environment, and. It was just, I was scared to start it because I wasn't as religious at that time. And I was like, I was scared to offend the sisters as well, just say something that was not correct or, or do something that wasn't right. Mm -hmm. However, I, we came here and then it was just totally different than we expected. And it was just amazing, amazing. And they all loved that. Uh, I'm from a different country. I'm an international student. And I play tennis, and it's just really, really good, really good environment to be here. Yeah. So you kind of touched on this a little bit. So if you elaborate a little bit more for our listeners, what your experience has actually been like, if you could kind of take us through what a typical day is like for you when you're at the convent and visiting our sisters. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, the experience overall, I think, has been very eye-opening. Uh, from a religious perspective, we have like these readings and these modules that we have to do every week. So just that alone um, has taught me so much about uh, the Dominican faith and spirituality, and it's really benefited me. And then going to the second floor and being with the sisters, uh, we get upstairs, we say hi to all the sisters, we do like around around the rooms, and we say hi to everyone, and we just talk about our day, you know, for like five ten minutes, and then we we play games, we play. Uh, cornhole with uh, sister Pat Howell, who used to be a basketball player, and she's actually wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's in the Hall of Fame here at Dominican College because she's a Dominican College alum, and she's very competitive uh, when it comes to cornhole. Um, Would and, you say she's the best cornhole player? Out oh, of the combat? yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. 100%. Yeah, <laughs> we play. Um, we we kind of like set up teams, so I'm always with like sister Pat Langton, like I'm on her team, and then she's on. Um, Sister Pat Howell's team, and obviously, I mean, they always win. They're the athletes. You have the, you have the ringer on your team. Yeah. The athletes. Yeah, the two athletes, and then the two non-athletes, and then <laughs> Pat Langton. She's also very competitive, especially when it comes to like dominoes. She she loves dominoes. Very competitive with that. So it's just that's what we do. We have a good time. They share their stories with us about their um, life as sisters. And again, like we asked them all these questions about yeah. the religion and, um, how they became sisters. And they're always so kind enough to answer our questions and like not judge us for asking anything about the religion or anything we want to know about them. So, yeah. Um, for me as the same, but the way she said it's just, it's the same. It's the same. It's a very good environment to be in. Um, sometimes we're college students, sometimes we have tests, we stress, we are not in a good place, we're just not feeling good. We come here and then it's just so good to come here and then just see them smiling at, at you and just wishing you the best and they really wanted to talk to you and they're really happy to see you. It's just, it feels so good to yeah. see that you're not, someone is 
really wants to see you and you're so happy to you yeah. be, being there. Yeah, they always like provide so much love, especially like days where we need it yeah. the most. Um, like G said, like just being college students and our majors are so stressful, stressful yeah. but they, they like love us regardless. I, yeah. I could tell them like, Oh my God, I think I failed my test. And they're like, no, yeah. you're the smartest person I know you didn't fail your test. <laughs> so just, just hearing that alone, like you just feel so loved. So. Yeah. And especially for me, in my, I have set goals in life that I want to accomplish. And when I go talk to the sisters, they had already accomplished their goals and they had their set goals and they did everything they could. So I love to hear the experiences and listen to their stories, life stories that I just can learn from it. And they wanted to teach me. They want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's just really good. It's very encouraging. It's very encouraging. Yeah. And it just wants, it makes me want to even accomplish my goals even more. Mm-hmm. I, I look at them and I say, I want to be, I want to be as happy as them when I am at their age. And I want to just help it, help everybody and just want to, be as happy as they are. Yeah, and you can never take that for granted being in an environment that where you are surrounded by individuals who welcome you and accept you and just exactly. embrace you and greet you with a smile. Especially, yes. you know, with everything going on in the world today, it's you can never take that for granted. And you know, thinking about it, you've been here for about a year. What's been your favorite memory that just makes you smile? Um just when thinking about it, you know, over your time here. Uh, uh, one memory that I love uh, that just gets me through the weeks, <laughs> especially the spring semester, because I feel like spring goes by so fast. Spring semester is always so fast. But sister Pat Langton, she got like this dog for her birthday. <laughs> and, uh, asparagus. <laughs> asparagus. Yeah. Gus for short. <laughs> so, um, yeah, when we came back from winter break, she like already had like this dog. So, she went around every room introducing Gus and we we have to pet it, we have to walk it, we have to talk to it. And it's just, it's like just that moment, like every day I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go and like, you know, pet Gus because it's like, it's, it's, we have fun. We make jokes about it. make jokes about Gus. Um, it's a great time. So it's definitely a memory that I think about every day. It just, it just helps my day. It makes my day better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, I would say something that happened last semester when the weather was bad outside, uh, we actually went to we went to a, for a walk with the sisters. We were four sisters. Yeah. I think we went for a walk in, with four sisters. Yeah. And we took out we, t- we made a lap around campus, mm-hmm. and they're like talking with us about their life experiences yeah. and the stories when they're like younger. And we just said shit so good. We were like, I was laughing so much. Yeah. They were so they're like funny. back home and like yeah. the Bronx and um and just when they were younger and all like the mischievous yes. activities they used to get into when they were yeah. Um I just came back from the summer and I went to Hawaii for vacation and a couple of the sisters they went to Hawaii as well and they were telling me all these stories in Hawaii, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what did they do and we were, like talking about it was just like so so good. Yeah. So that was one of the, my best memories for sure. That's that's great to hear. And um, you know, let's let's shift topics. Um, you know, we we talked about before a little bit about what you thought working at a convent would be like compared to what it is. Um, you know, a year later. So for each of you, what's been the biggest myth about the sisters that's been busted in your opinion since being here? 
it's nothing like what you see in the movies or on TV. <laughs> they're not religious. They're not hitting us with a ruler or anything. Again, like I said, I, I had so many questions. And I, I again, like I didn't want to offend anyone, I, but I truly wanted to learn and just know more about the faith and, you know, the calling to truth and my purpose um, in life and all that. And they were more than happy to help and, you know, help me answer my questions, enlighten me, guide me in the right path. So that that myth alone, like I really thought that I was going to be judged, but that myth was debunked as soon as I stepped into the convent. Again, I think when I first got to the convent, I actually had blonde hair. So like, I, I don't know, like I'm always changing my hair color. So I, I thought that alone, they were going to judge me for that. But again, like they didn't, they were so um, like open just open-hearted yeah. and open, yeah, open-hearted, open-minded. And th- they're always looking forward to answering my questions, my silly questions, no matter <laughs> how silly they are, that they're always happy to answer. Yeah. Um, for me, I'll definitely say it was the same idea that, oh, they're going to be very strict. They're going to force uh, religions up on you and it's going to be really, really, really tough time. And if you're not as religious as, as them, they're going to be, ju- they're going to be judging you. And mm-hmm. it was completely the opposite. Mm-hmm. Well, we, I thought about it was, mm-hmm. it would be, yeah. and it was just, um, so good. They don't, they don't, it's a very religious environment, but they don't force that on you. Mm-hmm. You, you come here and they're talking about like prayers and they're talking about, what they did in the morning, uh, they're going to pray for you. They're going to, oh, I have a test next week. Oh, I'm going to be praying for you. And they talk about their religion and why the reason that they joined the convent, mm-hmm. first of all. And then you just be more and more curious about religion. And it just it comes out naturally. Right. You just want to know more. And then it's just very, just a very good environment. Very much, yeah. Just very open-minded, very relaxed. It's just really good. Yeah, and just amazing. Uh, Piggyback, I'm sorry, on what he was saying before, um, like not forcing religion. I am Pentecostal. That's the religion I observe. And I mentioned to the sisters that, like, you know, I'm Pentecostal, so I'm kind of like in a different branch of Christianity. And, you know, I didn't know much about the Catholic faith, the Dominican faith or anything like that, like about saints or anything. And again, like they weren't forcing me to learn about saints, but they were more than happy to explain um you know, the beginnings of certain saints and their purpose and what they did and all, and just enlighten, enlightening me more in a different like area of, of faith and, and religion and spirituality. And that also, you know, fed my soul and it helped me a lot personally and even like reconnecting to my Pentecostal faith. Um, so yeah, it was yeah. very, yeah. It, it was, it was very good. Cause again, it wasn't forced. It just, it was something that came, came naturally. naturally. Yeah. Um, and coming naturally like that, just like how easy to go into it. You get more curious. I I was curious about the saints and and the story, the story of the Catholic, the school, from right. like everything. And it's just I wanted to know more, and I felt good know learning all the information. So yeah. that's that's great. And as we mentioned before, we're currently streaming this Catholic Sisters Week discussion on our YouTube page, our Facebook page as well as Twitter. And we've had a few comments and even a question. Um, Mirna says hello. And then uh, Teresa, who's watching on YouTube, so thank you for sharing yourselves with the sisters. And she had a question, which is, what is one thing you learned about faith from the sisters? And either of you feel free to answer that. So what is one thing you learned about faith from the sisters? Um, I would say that something I took to my personal life it's that faith 
is believing in something and actually really trying to accomplish that. So if you believe in something and you truly believe um, that you're going to make it true, you're going to learn how to accomplish that, how to make that faith true. And for example, I, I have faith that one day I will accomplish all my goals and I will mm, achieve everything that I want. And I have to believe on that. And if I don't believe, I'm not going to accomplish. So if I believe and I have faith that I can do it, I'll, of course, I'm going to push myself out there so I can accomplish all that. And you can bring that for different areas in your life. And it's so, um, it's so good and so good to believe on that because you just bring a positive mindset to your life. And if something bad happens, you say, it's just one step, it's just one stone on my on my world. And I can go because I have faith that I can do it. <clears throat> and I love that. Religion, yeah, as well. And it's just something that I'm doing every day, in daily life. Yeah. Yeah, I would have to agree with G. I know one of the modules that we read had to do with faith and also in the way you speak. So when you speak, you have to believe in what you say, like when you're praying. Um, you have to put a little bit of faith into that. You don't just pray and just say these like empty words. You have to believe in what you're saying um, because God has has a reason, has a purpose for you. And you know everything you say, like she was saying, will become will be true if you put your good your right intentions into it and you speak with faith and you speak with truth. And that was one of one of the most enlightening things I think that I've heard. Yeah, um, yeah, from the sisters. That's great. And, um, you know, final question for today for both of you. What has been the biggest lesson that you've learned while working here? Uh, okay. So my biggest lesson, I've actually thought about this um, for a while now, is that I'm never alone. Like no one's ever truly alone. And I say that because coming to the convent, you know, I, I'll tell one of the sisters I have an exam next week and, you know, they'll be like, oh, we'll, we'll pray for you. And just that alone it kind of just reassures me that I'm, I'm not alone. You know, I have God and I have the sisters and I have people that love me and are always praying for me. Um, again, like they, they don't judge. They don't um, look at anything bad that you've done or anything good that you've done. They just look at you as a person and they love you regardless of that. And I think the same thing goes with, with God, you know, he loves you no matter what. And just that idea alone and just feeling that love and feeling that comfort and that safety when you're here at the convent, um, when I'm out there in the real world, I remember like I'm, I'm not truly alone. I have God with me always, and I have my sisters always praying for me and always looking out, you know, always asking God to look out for me. And just, you know, especially now, just that alone and this time and age, you know, with so much hatred and jealousy and everything going on in the world, um, it's good to know that there's there are people that love you regardless and, you know, that they'll never leave you alone. Like you'll always, you'll always have someone with you. Yeah. I couldn't agree with that more. Uh, for me, they helped me to, the biggest lesson that I learned is to feel things in different perspective. Just seeing the positive side of everything. And it was just, <laughs> I remember that I had a conversation with Sister Barbara. Um, that was a moment in my life, eye-opening for me, that um, we're we're talking about death. Um, 
her sister Barbara recently lost her sister, and we were talking about it. She was very upset, but at the same time, she was she was happy. She was she was talking about death and she was smiling. And I was sister, like, are you sad? What is going on? Like, are you okay? She goes, I don't believe that death is um like end of this life. It's just the beginning of a new one. Uh, and that was just like things happen for a reason, and I truly believe that. And you gotta just gotta keep moving on and just seeing the good side of, out of it. So seeing the positive side instead of seeing the cup half halfway empty, just half halfway full. And every every bad thing that happens in your life, you can see the positive side of it. And that's something that I learned from the sisters because they were always always happy and don't matter what is going on they are always happy and trying to like overcome their the problems and that was something that i took from my life and i really want to teach others as well that's wonderful and i you know on behalf of our listeners as well as everybody at the convent, Sister Barbara, um, I just want to thank you both for joining us today, for sharing your story with us, and just for being a part of the community. You know, I know everybody here just adores both of you, and it's truly a, it's truly wonderful to see how much the sisters light up each week when you both mm-hmm. are here, as well as the other. Uh, as well as the other scholarship students. You know, they just really appreciate you, and you know. You are definitely never alone. Um, so I want to say goodbye now to Sister Barbara and Darlene's and G, and just thank you again for joining us. Um, and we actually have one more comment before I let you go from someone who's watching on YouTube, Ocean, uh, who says, thank you both for sharing your stories and experiences. It is so great to hear and learn more about my Dominican college community, but also the sisters. And thank you for sharing. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So goodbye to Darlene's and G and Sister Barbara. Thank you. Bye. Right, thank you. Kate. Bye. Bye. And before we go, I'd like to remind you of our other upcoming Catholic Sisters Week events. Tomorrow morning, we'll be recording a live episode of the Hearts of Fire podcast that will be streamed on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with Sisters Rose Ellen Gorman and Valerie Lordy from the Dominican Sisters of Spark Hill, where they will be discussing religious life. And tomorrow evening at 8 p.m., Sister Barbara Anscro and other sisters from various Dominican congregations will come together for an Ask a Sister live discussion. And on Monday, March 14th, we will once again be hosting our virtual Celtic tea at 5 p.m. And prior to then, be sure to take a chance to win one of our Celtic tea raffle baskets. We have 19 baskets this year, and you could take a chance up until Sunday uh, Sunday, March 13th, and we'll be sure to post the raffle link on, on the comment section. And thank you again for tuning in to get today. And please know that you're in daily prayers of our sisters and associates and happy Catholic Sisters Week.